0: Welcome back This is the quickest Chunky Glasses of the Podcast Intro ever Uh, You are listening to Episode number 86 Uh, We are going to talk Amongst other things About XX's Brilliant new album I can't believe I just said Brilliant in describing an album But it is Uh, XX Rips Uh Myself, Quinn, and Tori are going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about some uh, music and punk archives and all that good stuff that's going on at uh, GW University and around the city. Um, That is it. That is your intro. Uh, So we will just jump right into this. Uh, I will say up front, too, if you haven't got this album, if you haven't heard this album, please get it. Spoilers, we all loved it. So there you go. Uh, This is episode number 86. This is Chunky Glasses, the podcast. And we review X-Hex Rips.
1: It happens here, and it finishes here. Two made enter, one man. And there we two-word reviews just a shit sandwich.
0: I don't the record i That right there is and a logical sound. This really is. Last time it was Olds versus Young. Now I'm fucking outnumbered. Breakfast club uh, situation here. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for coming down. Um, we did not review the album we're going to talk about today on the site because we don't do reviews anymore, which I've said that. I think I might have written the last review. You did right that You did, right th- you did in like, the, like in like fucking review. April. Um, but we could not, being good citizens of the District of Columbia, let this one go by. Uh, talking about XX Rips. An album made by uh, Laura Harris, Betsy Wright, and the, I guess, most famous name there, Mary Mm Timony, which uh, we're not going to talk about the album yet, but show of hands. How many of you guys knew about Mary Timony before uh, Wild Flag?
2: So I just saw. Oh, before Wild Flag? Before Wild
0: Flag. Okay. Oh, no. I I knew about her before XX, but not Wild Flag. Accurate, yeah. I just had to get a baseline before we get into that discussion. So you didn't either? Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, at at any rate. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, we want to talk about some uh, music archives going on in here. Uh, Tori you seem to be the expert on this so uh, enlighten
3: yeah well Quinn is more of an expert in that he was actually at this event but um, I was in while I was a student at GW I had a number of classes by a man named Kip Lornell Mm -hmm. who is kind of a big name in the vernacular music realm he's an ethnomusicologist and he specializes in go-go music Mm -hmm. so um, he and a a GW librarian came together and they wanted to create a vernacular music archive so they Been working on that for about a year, and while I was in his classes, some of our like field work because it was an we took ethnomusicology classes. Mm -hmm. That's what I took with him, um, and also I think I took Black American Music with him. So part of our part of like some of our projects were to go out and do field research. Little did I know that the work that we were doing was actually going to kind of create the basis of this Vernacular Music Archive. So I did a couple of interviews here and there, and other people in my class did as well mm. on various topics. Um, and then at the end of the year, Kip was like, by the way, I'm, doing, I'm starting this archive. It's going to be opening in like the fall of 2014. And this is kind of the stuff that we want to include in it. So it's not just a punk archive. They're, it, we're, they're talking about go-go, folk music, bluegrass, and mm. of course punk and they had their kind of big opening this past thursday there was a panel it was at uh gelman library at gw um and i could not go because uh i work at nine to five these Mm -hmm. days uh but (laughs) quinn was there and uh i know that wrgw live broadcast the panel so i could at least
0: listen and
2: it's uh it's recorded so you can i don't think it's like out yet but it should be this week so you can go like Listen to pick it up on the torrent yeah. sites. Hmm. Yeah, uh, what Tom th- York is actually releasing it.
3: <laughs> well, okay. So Quinn, major takeaways. What were some of the big points you think? What so
2: was? I, the biggest points are it was it was it was very much a confluence of all these different DC music establishment people, mm-hmm. and I said, and including E. Mackay, who is in the DC music establishment sure. as much as he would like to not be. <laughs> yeah. um, and you know, like is. That's a different story, but uh, so e. McKay was there, and I'm going to forget all the other names. But Kip Lornell spoke about Go Go, uh, and uh, this other dude named Andy, I forget his last name. He works for like he's worked for the Smithsonian Folkways. He's worked for basically every folk yeah. national oh, thing.
3: And Stephen Wade,
2: Stephen Wade performed. Stephen,
3: yes, and um, very he's like a he, he's DC very
2: cool bluegrass. But legend. they all and he they so they spoke about folk, and uh, Lornell spoke about Go Go. So they kind of had the main. Ingredients of this were the punk side, the folk side, and the go-go side, mm-hmm. which are probably the three biggest um, genres in DC music. Mm-hmm. Um, Hip hop, I would say, is currently mm-hmm. huge, like, getting very large in DC uh, yeah, and yeah. is uh, was not represented. This is this is notably uh, all old white males. Yeah, um, but which is an interesting point, I guess. But it was mm-hmm. cool. So they are establishing this music vernacular libra- mm-hmm. library, and um, so they had this big panel, and it, they started off with Ian McKay and he. Basically, each of them started with their own experience with DC. They're all born in DC. Right. Um, Ian McKay mostly spoke about Saint Stephen's Church on Sixteenth mm-hmm. Street. Uh, his um, family went there from when he was born until he, they still go there. I don't know yeah. if he I, he said I don't think he like attends services anymore, but um, how that was a huge influence on him. And now they 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 still host punk shows and um yeah. mm-hmm. they they, and it was, they do a lot like they it's one of the biggest or most notable punk venues in the city for mm-hmm. sure absolutely. And, um, so we talked about that and then there was a question and answer kind of thing. And I asked him how this compared to the Fugazi live archive on this core website, mm-hmm. which yeah. just has yeah. like, like, I think almost 900 shows yeah, yeah. and, uh, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and so, cause I, th- I, that was kind of the question everyone wanted to like ask about, people just wanted to talk about Fugazi, um, in a lot of the ways. Yeah. So it was interesting. It was very cool. And then it kind of, in my opinion, petered off a little bit, um, with the other stuff and then Stephen Wade performed, which is great. Um, He was pretty amazing, and I thought it was a good thing. It didn't like blow me away. It Mm -hmm. was cool to see Ian Mackay. It was cool to like learn about um, the folk scene, which I really didn't know about. Which is uh, apparently John Fahey. I don't know if you guys know John Mm -hmm. Fahey, but he is from. He lived in Tacoma Park his whole life. Yeah, Um, probably one of the biggest folk musicians slash guitarists in Mm -hmm. the 20th century. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it was very interesting, and Mm -hmm. I, I I think it's gonna be interesting to see this going forward. Um, To see what they add, and they're going to be doing continuous events. Yeah. I think they're going to, this is a general thing, but I think their next event might be strictly on GoGo, which um, would be cool.
1: I think, very
0: cool, yeah.
3: Just judging from, you know, bullshit internet things that I read, I think there were quite a number of people who were, uh, uh, surprised and almost irritated that this archive was being housed at GW, mm-hmm. um, you know, a private institution, one of the most expensive universities yeah, in the yeah. country, and has never really been an active part of the uh, maybe, you know, DC music community. Right, right. But I I don't know. I, I, I think it's like you can't, but like, okay, so people will knock GW for not having a hand in like the arts and culture of the city but then they knock them when they do try to, like, c- it, you know, contribute It's in sort of the way. culture of
0: D.C. I mean, I mean, to that point, I mean, you guys are here. And you guys are doing stuff about the culture in the city. You know, you, I mean, in your previous position, you now. So, I mean, that criticism of GW, in, in the past, I, I don't know. Mm. Like, that's something I don't really actually care about. I, I don't know why anybody would care about it. It's yeah. just like, if you're, if you're doing anything to uh, forward the exposure of of music or history to somebody to educate Mm -hmm. that's that's solid especially especially the
2: students Mm -hmm. who don't really this is going to be this is really going to be like an a resource for students who don't know much about the music scene here which is almost
3: all students yeah which is they maybe know about wale and that's it
2: yeah Yeah. Yeah. and like that i i can't see that being a bad thing regardless where it's
0: being happening no Now this is like a there's (laughs) <laughs> competing, in, in uh, air quotes uh, Archives, though, there's a lot of them Popping up, mm-hmm. much like there's a lot of punk uh, Documentaries Yes,
3: that is true But I think this one is more I think a lot of the other archives are genre Or yeah. like time period specific, maybe And this one is a little bit more of A survey, perhaps yeah. Of the different genres and the different um, you know Musical time periods So, for instance, this one doesn't have anything Going on about jazz But mm-hmm. I think the University of District Columbia Has a jazz archive yeah, I think that's the college that has one. Um,
2: and then, well, the, the recent notable one was at the DC Public Library. Yeah, uh, DC Public Library
3: punk. started a punk archive. Yeah.
2: And uh, that was the Joy Buttons played like a show in the basement. Yes. You were there,
3: right? I was there. It yeah. was very cool. That was really, really neat. So, With I a,
0: could, uh, tangent on that. Uh, what do you guys know about a band named Hemlines?
3: Oh, they were great. They I ha-
0: apparently, I've heard good things. I, I've, I've heard good things, and then I've heard people be like, "They're second-rate priests." <laughs> Well, I'm wow. sure I'm sure you took uh, some offense of that, huh? seeing as I don't think you're a big priest fan. Oh but. no, I'm not. <laughs> no, we, we established that, but, uh. <laughs> but but I think it was funny. It was I think it was split like older people, younger people. Interesting,
3: but I'm not a huge priest fan either. Huh? But I really liked Hemlines, okay. and I think the other interesting thing about Hemlines is all of the, or at least one of the people in that. I think the bassist mm-hmm. picked up the bass a year ago, if even. So yeah. and they just started playing shows maybe three months ago. So they're like brand spanking new. Mm-hmm. Like
2: they're playing like they play the Velvet Lounge show I think this week. Yeah, weekend. they, they play Velvet the Lounge. DC punk so library.
3: I they're they're too early to really be making any like judgment calls. They're yeah. a, they're a they're a feminist punk band. I think they are talking about really important stuff. I think that the more bands we have like them. Like, that's that's kind of shitty, because then that's saying, like, oh, you're a band, you have, like, female well, members, and you talk about women's issues. You're just, like, priests. It's
2: ridiculous that people are even making Bullshit. that comment. And it shows you how, like, how... It just says yeah. a lot about this, the music scene, I think. It, yeah. I and mean, people are willing to say that about a band that's come out for, like, three months ago, mm-hmm. however long. Yeah. And, like, there is such there is such a vanguard of people... Like, I don't know if that's the correct word, but there's such a, like... People try to protect it would be a what false they like. Vanguard. Yeah, yeah, in the, in and the they they, they, PC, they yeah. try
0: to protect what they know and anything new.
1: Yeah, uh, and mm, for a lot of
0: people, is like is the, the, the punk scene historically like, across the country, across the world, is very dogmatic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, um, but in DC, it, it's another layer of of dogmatism, for sure. mm-hmm. uh, uh and yeah, but, and like you said, it's like if it's if it's something <laughs> outside of that, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't try to understand that stuff outside of that mm-hmm. or. I mean, this is why, again, we still talk about Fugazi.
1: Mm.
0: And I think everybody knows my stance on that at this point. But I actually...
3: I I don't.
0: Huh?
3: I don't. I, I wish people would
0: shut the fuck up. Because, I mean, it happened like 20, 30 years ago and stuff. And, like, Fugazi I, wishes and people I, and would I, shut up, and too. And I, I was in the... I was, like, saw all those shows and everything. And it's just like happen mm-hmm. like move on like we we have other things to offer here mm-hmm. i mean even like just this weekend the uh, magnificent intentions festival going on mm-hmm. in iota totally different types of bands they play with all these people and stuff but if you try to put one of those in a lot of these house shows they're like no no no, no, no. that's like that's not cool and i mean it's 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 a weird it's a weird scene right now from my perspective because of that and because of people like just if somebody wants to play for you, let them play. Yeah, enjoy it. And if mm-hmm. you don't, if you don't like it, like big fucking whoop.
3: Mm-hmm. Have you read Dance of Days? No. I would highly recommend that. It's kind of the um, it's Mark Anderson and what is the other guy's name? Mike Jenkins or something. Mm-hmm. It's a very well known uh, kind of. It's a nonfiction. Um, like narrative of the DC punk scene, yeah. um, and kind of how hardcore came to be, how straight edge came to be, mm-hmm. and so um, so it's a narrative. But they also interview a lot of the people that were a part of that, and w- the kind of section on what you were talking about, uh, dog Dogmaticism. dogmatism. Yeah. Sure. Ah.
0: We just made up a word. I think we did, the... um, it's okay, but we it's go. so interesting. In the show notes. I
3: find it so bizarre that people are having a hard time wrapping their brains around any kind of. Uh, like feminist punk music, because well a I mean even back in the day there there are sections in this book about how women who are a part of the scene felt ostracized mm-hmm. felt you and know, still do still do yeah, definitely absolutely. you know feel like they can't be a part of the punk scene because of its macho like physical nature, but at like the bottom line is that no matter what the dogma is a lot of these bands have them they're just kind of different so I yeah. don't understand why people can get behind like the you know yeah like you know minor threats whole thing was like yeah like youth culture like do it yourself but they can't be- get behind like don't harass women on the street like I don't know why these two things are so dissonant it,
0: it, it gets into like uh, it, like eight other podcasts but it, it, <laughs> it, it gets into uh, uh, uh the best way I can put it is a psychology of, of youth and that it keeps persisting. And I don't mean that, like, um, pejoratively. I mean, it's like it, there's certain things you in your development that have to take place and stuff, and, and they're just going to take place. But um, if you latch on to something and that's what you identify with, like, you, you don't want to identify with other stuff. Most people don't. Which is weird, but you know most people don't, and so the I think the the good bands and the good bands just uh, honestly sort of ignore all of that and they'll buy into it. but what you see is i think in my experience as an old guy is a lot of these punk bands um buying into that and sort of perpetuating like no you like you can only like our brand of feminism, you can only like this i mean they and it's it's a weird it's a weird thing, like i said a whole whole different yeah. podcast
2: uh, or maybe a. With Kevin. Uh, Seminar at a uh, uh okay. vernacular music archive
0: I yeah yeah I mean you know? I mean I mean it should be it should be it, it's you know it's, we talk a lot about how people uh uh sort of consume music and what it means to them, and it means something different to every single person um I don't think any of it's invalid, like how you do it, but um it's it's sort of like my thing with like just say like somebody who like loves the band fish, you know that's great. Don't talk to me about like the critical like impact of fish though. Like, the, you lose perspective on it sometimes, mm. and I think that's what happens unfortunately when people are trying to like push across like good messages like that, you know. And so for right now, in you know back to like Hemlines and Priest, like Priest is is the the shit hot band right now. So if you're doing something, yeah, you're right. The, they didn't see Priest and be like. Oh, shit, I'm a feminist. I have ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, people just do that. But, well, but and also, if, if nobody went,
3: like, priest, you're just, like, bikini kill. No, like, people right. just embraced them. Right. So what's the difference? Right.
0: Because um, they
3: are. They totally are. In a good way.
0: But, uh, but yeah, back to the archives thing. It, it'll be interesting to see, like, this one sounds like a more all-in-company thing, so... You know, fuck the haters are like, why is GW doing this? Like, if they, if they're they willing to go wide with it and like bring in everything, there is a lot of culture in this city. Um, and you know, if they're gonna do like uh, something like some of the other ones and some of the films, like so, you, you guys know about the Salad Days thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, involving pretty much everybody who was in the scene and a lot of people are in the scene right now. You know where it's not premiering. Washington D.C. It's mm-hmm. at in
2: Silver Spring or something, right?
0: No, it's at CMJ. Fuck oh, CMJ. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. Or it's a, it's actually it's it's I think it's a CMJ event, but it's a CBGB's like thing. Oh, that's bullshit. CBGB's, is I, the yeah, fullest. I know it's bullshit. Yeah, but, but that's my point. CBGB's is just
3: a brand at this point. There right. is no CBGB's.
0: And the only reason I'm bringing up is because that oh, just that just garbage. shows that like a lot of this is just talk from yeah. that end, and then when it comes down to it, it's just like no, I don't really. You know, so filter that shit out for yourself mm-hmm. and you know, like what you like. If you wanna talk about Fugazi all day long, I, I mean <laughs> don't do it to me, but you know, I I I listen to an album a week probably, but like it yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. We went down a little rabbit hole. Uh let's let's talk about uh but it's good because it was sort of segues into this conversation about this band we're gonna talk about now. Uh, this is X Hex. Let's hear a song real quick. Uh, this is a, it's off the album actually. This is a don't The the track that kicks off the album, uh, Rips by XX, That's Don't Want to Lose. We said up front uh, XX is uh, Laura Harris, who you may have seen bartending at the uh, Black Cat, amongst other things. Uh, Betsy Wright, who was in Fire Tapes out of Charlottesville, was down there for a while. And uh, DC's, I think, beloved Mary Timoney. I think there's a couple angles we can go at this, and one of them is uh, the DC scene. So, uh, which one do you guys want to start with? You want to go right into the album, or you want to talk about like where it sits with everything?
3: I think we're going to talk about the album. Yeah, first. let's like, we okay, establish like
0: how we feel about the album,
2: and then we can yeah right. delve into the. Uh, we're
0: going to try something new. We're going to share. Uh, we're going to share feelings in a circle. Uh, <laughs> that's what a podcast is. Yeah, really. yeah. So, um, and what, what? Just the first thought that comes to your mind when you think about hearing this album rips. I'm going to say. They may have just sneaked in the best album of 2014.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Mm. Whoa. That's bold. Tori? Oh, fuck.
3: Um, uh, I think refreshing. I think it's extremely refreshing. It's unlike anything else I'm hearing right now. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a new sound, but it's a sound that I feel like I haven't heard recently. It's not
2: innovative. This is no. not an in no. innovative record. But it's, I'm not saying it has to be. It's right. just like... Which is that, and we'll talk about the hundred visions mm-hmm. record at a different time. Yeah, yeah. But that's also not an innovative record. But it's, it it doesn't it's doesn't record. like yeah. doesn't talk about its yeah. worth. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I first listened to this record and I was like, I I wasn't too hot on them. My first I, know, listens, I know. I know. you hot
3: I, and cold on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: oh, the it. meta. <laughs> I um, I was like, I for uh, for a saw week and a half. I was like, this is just the classic DC people toting their own bands like they just want another band to be their band you know they don't this isn't actually that good and then last week when we sent out we were saying we're gonna do this podcast i gave it like three more listens and i was like okay like this is actually this is a great rock record yeah Mm -hmm. i i was like kind of full shit earlier so i like (laughs) recanted my earlier beliefs yeah i still don't think it's you guys seem to think a little higher of it than i do right right um and we'll get into why at least i do i think i think that the songwriting is fine Uh uh-huh it it does rip. Yeah, mm-hmm. as, as it rips. per as in like as per the album title says. I think that the songwriting is a little bit it falls a little flat for me a few times. Um, especially in it's 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 simple in a way that often works but
0: sometimes doesn't for Right. Me. Yeah. And when it, when it doesn't work uh, this, this type of stuff the simplicity when it doesn't work it really doesn't work. I think that's the actually like the, the real like win of of Rips is that it does and it works in spades and like I think what you said about it being refreshing and that there's nothing in 2014 that sounds like this or I think 2013 or I think I mean I specifically like it. So this album was recorded um, with Mitch Easter. I don't know if you guys know who he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mitch Easter is a um, legendary producer uh, out of uh, Athens, Georgia, Atlanta area. uh, Recorded all of the early REM albums, amongst other things. He did this. If you listen to that and listen to Murmur, this has a very similar what made REM work and music coming out of that time, like Pylon, B-52s was it was just like fucking fun and rem was on the dark end of the spectrum a little bit but it still was fun and you could still go out and dance to it and you could mm. still and it was just like i am we, we talked to them before that, that show that you were talking about we it was a hellacious interview because uh the black cat had a lot of uh, music on and stuff and we couldn't find a spot but we talked to them, and it was like a 15 minute interview i guess and stuff and that's one thing that you get from seeing them live and talking to them live is that it's fun for them. So we, we've all seen them live, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is so, to me, like, I, that's important anyways. You know, we had our, our friends in Rocco Ghost Ghost Choir just through here. They have fun doing it. And Like, you have to have fun yet. But these guys, like, he- it has not just bled through into the... Into the the music on record and the live show. Well, it's not just play through the live show. It's the music on the record. Mm-hmm. I mean, I it, this year has had like some heavy releases. I think uh, I'm a little weary of the heavy releases. <laughs> like there's, and I think not just even in the past few years, I'm getting weary of it. Like everything doesn't have to be a statement. But I I don't want to go all the way over to like you know pop j-pop k-pop whatever like get all that and this hits me like squarely just just right Mm, mm
3: -hmm. yeah i feel the same way something uh this isn't worth going into a whole conversation about necessarily but i want to point out uh i read on paste magazine today Mm -hmm. Um, who, you know, of all the online critics, whatever, I like Paste, and they noted today that there has not yet been a platinum album of 2014, right. but last year there were five by this time.
1: yeah.
3: So, I mean, obviously, we're not... XX isn't going to have a platinum record. I don't know. You know? No. This one, maybe that, not Well, yet.
0: okay, they just got named Weirdly Sound Opinions, like, uh, just did their uh, Buried Treasures, and named mm-hmm. this record one of them. And mm-hmm. Best New Music, and
2: they've gotten from pitchfork because i'm so
0: not aware of this shit like i don't know how this isn't like in everybody's ears like in every like blasting on every radio station like just everywhere
3: yeah it's totally radio friendly
0: right so um i mean quinn like what what finally made you come around to it
2: i guess i i had been listening i've been like casually enjoying the singles this Mm -hmm. the three songs from the single since they came out last winter maybe mm-hmm. whenever it came out and i was like this is like pretty fun and i um they actually re-recorded i think those songs for the album hot and cold. I, they definitely re-recorded hot and cold because mm-hmm. it, it is oh the recording is definitely different and i think it actually improves on the on the record
1: yeah
0: um but although <laughs> some of <on> the <laughs> the bloggerati we'll, we'll get into that
1: because that so <laughs> i think we do have to talk about it
0: said said they they did not feel that it, it ripped
2: as much. Oh. It didn't rip as much, which I thought. Well, it was but go ahead. But anyway, go ahead. um but I uh I guess it just took more listens, really, and I was like I the refreshingness came out for me. Mm. Yeah. Especially listening to a lot of the music I listen to is like like nineties. Re, like revivals from Brooklyn. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. Like that is no, just it's like fun. me yeah. totally being honest. Like yeah. these like small bands who come through and like I'm totally into that. Uh, like level up, like those kind of my bands. Favorite. Like I'm and so Speedy into Speedy Ortiz. Yeah. I'm less than Speedy Ortiz, but yes, definitely yeah, Speedy Ortiz. Yeah. Pile is like one of my favorite bands. Speedy Ortiz Pyle's was on good. tour with them actually with Pile. No, oh with X-X. oh right. X-X. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were just in, yeah. okay. Um, and they uh, yeah, and so like I love those. That's like I love that kind of like ode to the '90s the most But this is like not. This is like... We, I've, heard, I've heard, kind of heard this record before XX, but it's like... Sure, yeah. It's, but it's not, it's not trying to be something old. It's, it's not just, trying to be
3: anything.
0: No, it's not. That's, that, what, that's It's just
3: like three people having fun who like yeah. playing together and writing songs. I don't feel like anything is pushed too hard on the listener. Yeah, yeah. There's no uh, moral. It's just a bunch of fun songs.
2: And I would love to talk to Mary Timothy. I bet, I bet all the, those people in that band are shocked that they that this has gotten this much praise.
0: When I bet I, Mary isn't. You don't think so? <laughs> no, no, I just think they started they started this band a
2: year ago and here they are with all these accolades. They're on a headlining tour, they're on Merge, they're like like they're
3: They're playing all the festivals. They're playing yeah. all the festivals.
2: This summer they're going to rip up like all the fucking festivals. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um oh, they're going to release a new record in like a year and a half and it's going to be fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I yeah. will say I am really confused as to why Hot and Cold was the leading single from this album because of all the songs that's the one that I like the least. I
0: I, I think because they I mean they obviously care about the craft but they they really this is not um I mean from talking to them I, they would have made this whether they got a label deal whether they They're just going to do this. I mean, you know, uh, when I asked up front, like, you know, who all knew Mary Timony before, I see a lot of press saying, like, oh, she's in Helium, she's in these bands and stuff. Okay. Uh, I mean, there, admittedly, there's a gap in my uh, 90s indie rock thing, but I never heard of her until uh, Wild Flag. Mm-hmm. And I, at, yeah oh
2: yeah. i just sang so the other day i was or I guess a week and a half two weeks ago right. maybe i was like all right i should go listen to helium now right have, i've never listened to them and i've um, gone back
0: and listened to and it and i like not, it
2: it's good it's definitely yeah. the, of that era for sure mm-hmm. and i liked it a lot but it, it's it is not a this is like i don't want to call xx glam rock but like <laughs> they agree. almost there are some points where like they they do they take what the, they take like the very small parts of glam rock that work, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. and throw it into their music.
3: I think I agree. Also, in their showmanship and their live shows is also similar. Not in that they're, like, you know, stomping around in huge platform boots or anything. Um, But just in, like, they're, they're, well, I don't know about Laura. I don't know how long she's been a musician.
0: Uh, Her whole life.
3: Her whole life. It's obvious. It's really obvious that all of these women know exactly what they're doing, which is, I think the other reason why it feels refreshing because a lot of the bands that we go to see, especially me and Quinn, are, you know, people in their, their 20s that have been yeah. playing for maybe like 10 years or something, maybe. Yeah. And those are the, the great ones. So to see a bunch of people who like don't have to really think about what they're doing and just yeah, it, do it, like second so nature. It's so effortless
0: and it's so effortless to listen to. Yeah. Like, yeah. look, I mean, there's not, <laughs> I mean... They're not tackling deep subjects on this album. I think I think we're gonna hear a song pretty quick here. You guys wanted to hear War Paint, sure. but we're not we're not like tackling like deep thoughts and stuff. We're just like talking about like writing good songs, and that's fucking hard. And they make it just seem like whatever, like the old Tenacious D thing. It's like two chords, like next next song. Like it's <laughs> like, and that's what that's what this feels like. I mean. Uh. Let's hear more uh, paint, and then come back. Cool this. We were talking about shredding in the break uh talking about mary Timony shredding and I, and I said uh and i mean this in a nice way I, I haven't heard her shred per se but we were talking about on the diarrhea planet scale that's four guitars shredding uh and and now having seen her play though i she's a fine fucking guitar player mm-hmm. like that is, is but um so that's war paint so that, along with, honestly, like, every other song on this album adds up to me. And then this is definitely, uh, this is an old, <laughs> Team Old reference. There's a set of Marty Croft used to do this stuff. Uh, and there was, uh, there was like, Wonderbug. There was uh, Wonder Girl, Dina Girl and Electric Girl, something like. And then H.R. Puff and stuff. But the point of it was, is you had these, like, almost, like, cartoonish, I mean, well, they were, you know, Puppets and uh, a talking flute. So a lot of acid. But uh, <laughs> they had these, uh, you know, cartoonish things. But there's always uh, almost like a, a, a super group, right? And often there would be a uh, musical number. And I feel like listening to this, and this is what makes me really smile every time I listen to it, is, that, is it? they seem like just a little super group. Mm. Like, and they're just like, fuck it, man. And then they get in the van and they get in the XX van and it's like, yeah <laughs> just go up to the next town, roll out, be like, what's up, bitches? And I mean that, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's you know,
0: there's there's such a sense of 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 humor to it mm-hmm. and like uh self awareness of, of they're they're just making rock and roll. They're not and, and they're um hey, Quinn, you were gonna say something?
2: I just well, this might be like a more like a conversation we have towards the end that we finish this yeah i was thinking about what is what's going to define mary timoney's career because she's very prolific she has Absolutely. these great bands helium and then she has wild flag who only released one record but mm-hmm. it was a very well-received record mm-hmm. and um now xx and i think there's some she's lost she's some solo work in there too mm-hmm. but i think i wonder if this will be the defining
1: i hope I this is the best thing i've heard
0: her do. Like this is the best project she's that that like and as,
2: she's forty five like that's that's yeah.
0: very many props to her right pulling this out yeah 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 wow so so let's get into that because I think we I think we've established we all like really like the album I don't know how, we can't really say it any other way yeah like we really like the album so this is DC this is a DC band mm-hmm. uh, there was going back to the uh, the punk archive thing and. Uh, This was The Great White Hope For the DC music scene And it's paid off Do you guys think this even fits into The DC music scene or has anything to do with it?
3: Well I would want to I do. I want to point out that the music video, which I don't, neither of you guys have seen yet. I've
0: seen one of them, but yeah. Did you see the
3: one for Waterfall, where they no, take over I didn't DC? See that one, no. All right. So they, the the uh, music video that came out last week is for Waterfall uh-huh. or Waterfalls, maybe. Um, and in the music video, the three of them are kind of like intergalactic rock aliens, see, and their that, spaceship. See, yeah.
0: I I said that without seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> and
3: their spaceship comes to DC and like jolts like. Capitol Hill staffers and they transform from like yuppie losers into like you know ripped up <laughs> punk t-shirts and leather jackets and they start dancing and wearing like having like you know a crazy dance party um and so it's very kitschy it's like a very kitschy you know looks cheap but definitely wasn't kind of music video in a fun in a good way yeah. very cartoony very colorful lots of graphic splashes um, and I think it, like, I couldn't. I was wondering if they were going to make, v- you know, very public the fact that they're a DC based band. Right. Because they could have not. Like, they could have just been like, yeah, that's like where we live, but. We're on you know,
2: merge but, and, like, we, like, are touring the U.S.
0: And, and, yeah. Yeah. and that's sort of what I, w- I wanted to get at with that uh, question was that, like, does it even matter? I mean, I, I had somebody very, like, specifically say, like, I really hope this puts DC back on the map. And it, it felt like a weird thing to say because I was just like, I, why, does it, why does it matter? Mm. Like, do we
2: need? I think they are one of the best bands to come out of this city they in are? the past at least five years, maybe ten. But they're certainly not a part of the house show scene. No. True. But so- they are part of the punk, the punk community. Yeah Like Mary and um, Oh yeah yeah, They like They are They're tight with all the All all the That's that's just history That's
0: just like like, She lives here And and that happened here And so that's just history It's Yeah It's sort of like Irrelevant to the To Mm the The album and stuff You know I I mean I've heard it mentioned Like DC But I haven't It's not like You know New DC punk band Obviously And
2: Yeah It's not like There are bands who define themselves By being from the city in yeah. all cities, really. But yeah. especially, right. there I, are bands who especially do it from this city, and XX is not one of those bands.
3: The first time that they played uh, the show we keep talking about mm. at Black Hat Backstage, I guess, last year or very yep. early, this year, no,
0: early this year. Early this year.
3: Early this year. Mary made some comment about, uh, yeah, you know, I grew up here, I'm from here, but when I told my parents that I was playing at a club on U Street, they didn't realize that, like, you can come to U Street now, which is right. funny because, you know, when she was growing up, you, like did not go to U Street. Absolutely not. Uh, and so she was like, yeah, like my parents are here and they're very confused <laughs> by what they see on the street. But, you know, it's very cool that they came out. So I think it's, it's maybe they're, I mean, DC is a part of the band not in, like, it's not going to be an explicit way. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like, they probably aren't going to write songs about, DC but it's just kind of an inherent part mm-hmm. of them so I think it will always be there but I don't think it's going to be like a would selling point. Would you say it's,
0: it's not dogmatic for them?
3: Uh, it, yes <laughs> I would not say that's one and of it, their... Thank uh,
0: God Yeah, well, yeah. And, and that's that's actually where I was driving that's to why this That's part of why this record's refreshing Right mm, because mm-hmm. if you if, and also a thing I've heard a lot recently is about DC bands taking themselves so seriously, They being so concerned, like, we have to build something. I mean, a scene is having people who are there to collaborate with and, like, do that. And you need places to play, but really it's about having the creative resources around you and stuff. DC's got that in spades. It always has. Like, I, I don't know what um, having a band now, like that is like we're from Washington D.C. Now, like, is there going to be an influence? Everybody going to move from Seattle? Oh God! you going to move to <laughs> Athens? Not. Like, I hope not. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, come up and be like, "Well, that's the hot place to be." Like, let's, mm. let's go. And and I don't, I mean, I hope not because I don't think it's it's important at all. Um, I wonder if it'll keep. I I don't think it will, but I wonder if it would keep people in D.C. from enjoying this record, mm. just because they you know like. If if it don't, but does, then fuck them. If it does, yeah. fuck them seriously.
3: Yeah, like, if are you y- kidding me? You're not going to support one of, like a great band from your town because of some bullshit. If like,
2: you're not into this record, it should be because you just don't like the music. Yeah, yeah. you know, it shouldn't be there's it shouldn't be of like city politics.
0: But or, likewise, or I think if you're politics. into this record, you should be into it because of the music, yeah, mm-hmm. and not Same. because yep. not just because like DC. I mean, cheerleading's good, but like. Priest. but they but they make it
3: <laughs> but they don't even make it obvious in the record that that washington dc thing isn't right. you know up in your face sure. so there's no way it's not possible to like this record because it, it's a dc record because that it doesn't have that um angle
2: right yeah, yeah. but i mean like if i'm if i'm like in la um. and i like i'm like oh xx is playing tonight i'm going with people i'm like oh yeah they're from dc like mm. i would i wouldn't i'd be like yeah like i'm gonna be like these guys are the greatest DC band ever, blah, blah, blah. But I'd be like, I would, I'm like proud that they're from here. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm not like right. going to be like, this is the next movement of DC rock right. or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Right.
3: Well, I know um, once I spoke to, I've forgotten his name now, one of the guys in Redline Graffiti, mm-hmm. uh, which is a very cool... Uh, rock slash funk slash gogo infused they're this awesome band and they did an album release show in new york and i did an interview with them when i was uh with wrgw and i asked you know are people giving you slack for not playing in dc yeah. and he goes yeah actually they are but like we don't care because we are committed to this and we want to make it big so we're going to new york
0: and and that's what any which is any, a very controversial thing to say. I don't think it's controversial. I think it's a difference between a professional musician and somebody who wants to be a professional musician. I think your job is not to serve a scene. Your job is to make good music. That's it. That's your only job. And there are bands who instead of making good music just serve the scene. Yeah. Hmm.
2: There are, I mean there are a few in my fan.
3: I think all that was a part of what made one of the tenants of the DC punk movement was like fuck New York. They hated kind of what was happening in New York and sort of the, you know, corporatization of rock music. They saw what happened to the clash who like were their heroes, but you know, by the eighties they were like, you know, corporate sellout some, you know, Mm. like drugged out old guys. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, So I think that, there's always, there's always, there's, there's this like bizarre animosity. Yeah, I
0: know. Uh, yeah, it's really and bizarre. And
3: so, you know, so I, I, when a band- at, I lived in
0: Richmond like forever. So it's, it's the, it's the, not a triangle, but I don't even know what that is. It's like a line with three, <laughs> three points on and it. Way points <laughs> yeah. and whatever. But yeah, so, I mean, it's. Yeah.
3: But it's like, do you think anybody in New York gives a fuck?
0: Absolutely not. Like, <laughs> they don't <laughs> More care. More to the point, do you think any band that is like making a living off doing this gives a fuck? No, there, and, and I'm not talking about like selling out. Like, mm-hmm. There's that that doesn't mean a thing anymore. But, but a band is like, you know what? I played 250 shows a year, <laughs> like, yeah, and I gotta like now pay for my kid. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, that's they, they,
3: like for instance, like Diarrhea Planet has obviously like moved way. Out. I we keep talking about Diarrhea Planet, but they're so fucking awesome. So like they they're a Nashville band. Mm-hmm. But they took it on the road they're playing national, they're playing internationally, but I still will always think of them like I know they're from Nashville
2: there's a great there's a art, good article that interviews them, and they talk a lot about how about house shows and how they just they not only are they too big to play house shows but they're yeah. just like where why would we play house shows now
1: mm-hmm. but
0: they played the one in New York recently. Yeah, uh, what's the one that's closing?
2: Death by Audio, but that yeah. that can hold. I know seven hundred, eight hundred people. That's a warehouse. It's a it's oh. a DIY venue though. So okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's yeah. The difference in play, between playing in uh, someone's basement.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, God, how awesome would a fucking Diarrhea Planet XX double bill be? Uh,
3: you know what? That should have been the tour that happened um earlier this year but instead it was diarrhea planet and those darlings that was fucking bizarre i was not a huge fan
0: well they're they're friends they're from nashville that was a nashville thing yeah
3: Yeah, but like what was bizarre what was bizarre
0: is when i was interviewing the diarrhea planet the the singer for those darlings was sitting in there just like like the whole time and i was like "Ah, i forgot to ask to interview you guys awkward <laughs> so, uh, I for the record, I like both bands. They they both do very different things. But, but I mean, I mean, you know, back to the fun aspect of XX is that um they're doing, you know, I think they're doing something that very few bands now are doing. I think Diarrhea Planet is doing is one of those are doing. It um is is just embracing the rock of the rock's fucking silly. Rock's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to I mean when we I mean, I was like texting you and like I will buy like. Four beers to everyone, <laughs> like you know. Just bring me. Beer. Like it's fucking, it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. It's supposed to be, and when it and when it gets to that point, and and the band and the and the audience are feeling that, and the hot dog suit guy, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's it's such a glorious feeling that like like you, everybody should do that, mm-hmm. and when and and a lot of people don't, but you can go, I I can go to the next sex show and dance like a teenage girl.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Probably will yeah
0: uh poorly (laughs) yeah but uh but yeah
3: i think um also i you know i don't want to get too tangy, but i just also i feel like a similar thing is happening or uh i I feel a similar vibe with typefighter who are another you know dc band but aren't necessarily you know tagging their um, themselves no. as such. But I feel the same way in that the... no,
0: because Ryan wants to make his living doing this. Yeah. And I mean,
3: he, and like, it's very, it's refreshing. It feels great. Think. Like that, I love the Typewriter album. And I, yeah, I like it in great. the same way for the same reasons that I like the yep. XX album.
0: Yeah. Quinn, first interview you sat in on was typefighter Fighter yeah. down here.
3: I interviewed Ryan Reed Joy Buttons when I was music director. Yeah. And then I worked for him at the pie shop. Yeah, which is kind of cool for about a month. So for I worked there for six weeks. Okay,
0: it was, it's another story.
3: <laughs> I love, I love, but but that. yeah.
0: Similarly, like they are, uh, they go out.
3: That would be a good lineup if you if
0: you're just into like folk music, right? If if you are that like divided in your listening taste, and like I only like this, I only like this, and then yeah, you're not gonna like it. you're not gonna like X X, and you're not gonna like Type Fighter, you're not gonna like bands like that. But like Type Fighter is actually now you mentioned it, one of those bands that embrace it like. They put on a fucking rock show Yeah Like just Flat out I'd never seen them I went to see them I was like You gotta be fucking kidding me <laughs> They're
3: so good They're yeah. so good I I really I can't wait to see What 2015
0: Is gonna be Type like fighter XX door
3: Dude Why isn't that happening Put Put Typefighter on merge Why isn't this happening Somebody make know. this happen
0: Merge Merge <laughs> Christina <laughs> God <laughs>
3: That would be so amazing Fighter deserves I mean like every band, you know, deserves all the good things, yeah. but Typefighter they're just so sincere. Like they're so yeah, cool, which sincere and I think that's also mm-hmm. one of like XX's big appeal is that I don't feel and like you know, they'll like hang out before their shows cuz they know everybody. Mm-hmm. Cuz there's no need for them to be um to be putting on appearances. There's no need for them to be like trying really hard. Yeah.
2: If your music is good, that's uh, all the that fucking matters. Bingo. Yeah like you can you could like everyone in the scene could hate you and if you make a good record yep it doesn't
0: matter
2: like it 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 doesn't matter it matters a little bit but it doesn't like <laughs> it doesn't it, it doesn't really matter especially with the fucking It internet. doesn't matter because
0: somebody in 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 like your town or or this town or this town or this town doesn't like you somebody one town over is Mhm I mean yeah like i said you everybody ingests it consumes it you know makes sense of it differently but uh yeah, If you like it Which I guess would be the Probably should wrap up this with, with, with this Like if 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 you dig it Then fucking like do it Like listen to it And like this is Uh All I mean I'll Yeah I mean I'm gonna buy this This is like, oh, <laughs> I yeah. dig it And I like Listen to it a lot mm-hmm. So
3: Also they have sweet t-shirts Fuck yeah XX has some dope t-shirts You guys should buy their t-shirts
0: <laughs> Quinn what are you gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it Probably yeah. gonna buy it on the vinyl Nice
3: Buy on vinyl and a
0: t-shirt Nice And we'll try to get uh, Mary and the ladies in here For an actual podcast That would be so rad That would be amazing We're working on it Because they're fun And they're uh, Yeah So uh, I think that's it Unless you guys had anything else to add we, we, No good We podcast. land it Good Capstone on DC Yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well I'm sure we'll talk more about it this year Depending on how angry I get <laughs> <laughs> Um Um yeah so i guess that's this week's podcast uh i'm not sure if lewis weeks is gonna go up this week or next week but you guys should hear that I mean, it's fucking it's great i've seen it.
2: he's amazing live. yeah uh
0: yeah so banked a bunch so we're gonna just start cranking him out and 100 visions in a couple of weeks yeah so we'll after, figure out maybe oh no you're after, not you're not
2: you're not after cmj yes Yeah, maybe like next week. Yes. We'll do it after CMJ. You can
3: tell us about all the amazing bands you saw at CMJ and who's going to be hot in 2015.
0: Okay, I will. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. (laughs) You come back when you get back from CMJ. We're just going to sit you down. Okay. All we'll do it.
3: Tell us how amazing New York is. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, guys, thanks for coming down. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin.